Mission Mobilization Chats with Ryan Shaw, Multiplying Mission Mobilization Movements. This podcast is powered by Global Mission Mobilization Initiative. Subscribe, watch, and listen on YouTube today. Find more exciting resources, teachings, and tools for mission mobilization on globalmmi.net. Okay, so here we go. Welcome to our 13th episode of Mission Mobilization Chats. And in this podcast, we're discussing uh, cutting-edge topics related to mission mobilization across the global body of Christ. Uh, So in this particular episode, episode number 13, we want to take some time to effectively define what we mean by mission mobilization. So there's often much confusion in the body of Christ when we do not adequately define what we mean by some words that we maybe commonly use. I'm thinking of even words like a church. So if I'm from a different culture, a different worldview, a different perspective, I understand a church a little differently maybe than someone else does. And that's okay. We each have our differing viewpoints that actually add to the whole understanding. But there are biblical ideas and definitions uh, that we need to build on. And so we want to take some time to understand uh, mission mobilization from that uh, kind of right definition. So we don't want to do what so often we do. And we use terms that uh, we assume everybody understands that what we're saying, everybody understands through the same lens. Well, that's just not true. Uh, Every person, every culture, every ethnicity, we come to these terms from different perspectives and different worldviews and and even different expectations. So another term that uh, is often used that sometimes we don't know exactly what we mean by that is discipleship, right? So that's another term like a church that depending on what your background is, you're going to understand discipleship, uh, even from different denominational and theological backgrounds, you're gonna understand that there's gonna be slightly different nuances that you're gonna understand related to uh, discipleship. Well, and yet there are some universal ideas uh, and definitions and coming back to what the Bible uh, actually says. So because we believe that the Lord is stirring up and inspiring a surge, we can say, in mission mobilization across the global church, it's absolutely vital that we understand universally and even biblically what we mean by this word, uh, by these words, this phrase, mission mobilization. So first, let's clarify that there is a difference between cross-cultural mission and then mission mobilization. So historically, we've tended to kind of put these two together. We've understood them as one, but they're actually not one. They are two separate entities, cross-cultural mission and then mission mobilization. So they cannot be understood as just one unit or one entity. They're distinct. They are different. Now, they are two sides of a similar coin, but yet they are different in what their function is, what their role is, what their purpose is. We need both, and we've 
historically tended just to put them together. And I think that has hindered us. So slow progression in cross-cultural mission has often been due to trying to propel the mission movement while not really adequately understanding the mission mobilization side of it. So we've been, okay, let's, we, we understand we need to reach the world for Christ, but then there hasn't been a, chorus, uh, a corresponding emphasis on the mission mobilization side of things that helps to fuel or helps to push the mission movement. So both cross-cultural mission and mission mobilization have fallen victim to the common faulty outlook that mission and mobilization, that they are just kind of an added or subsequent part of the calling of born-again believers or even the calling of the corporate church, that mission and mobilization are an added thing. That's a, that's a very common outlook, but it's a very faulty outlook. They're not meant to be an added subsequent uh, part of our calling. They're meant to be central central to the ongoing purpose of our individual churches, our local ministries, but also the big picture corporate uh, body of Christ, the, the bride of Christ. Mission, cross-cultural mission and mobilization are meant to be pitted or rooted right in the center of what we do. Not this common idea, faulty idea now that we have, that uh, mission is an added thing. Mission is a, a committee. Uh, mission is maybe that little group that in our, in our church that's focused on that, but not really for the rest of us. That is a faulty uh, outlook. So what we've done is we've sidelined mobilization, making it secondary. While the global church continues to kind of fail to incorporate God's mission, the cross-cultural mission vision that he's given to us, we have failed to incorporate this into the life of our individual fellowships. And the reason behind that is often because mission mobilization itself has not been emphasized uh, in the life of our local ministries. So in terms of recognizing that these two things, cross-cultural mission and mission mobilization, they're separate. Now let's try to understand what they both are. So we could say that cross-cultural mission itself over here, that this is pursuing the end goal among the unreached peoples, among all the subcultures Related to that one uh, unreached ethnic people group, uh, we want to see the end goal happening among them. Well, what's that end goal? The end goal is church, church planting movements, we can say. Churches uh, being planted even within a 15-minute walk of every single person uh, on the planet. So cross-cultural mission is pursuing the end goal of thriving, spirit-filled, simple, culturally relevant uh, churches, bodies of believers that are being multiplied all over the subcultures of the unreached ethnic people groups so that there is a thriving church, one of these uh, communities of believers within a 15-minute walk of every single person on the planet. So that's cross-cultural mission over here. Then mission mobilization over here, well, what's that? That's the focused means now of empowering and equipping the global church 
to achieve that end goal. So we said cross-cultural mission is pursuing the end goal among the unreached. All these churches being multiplied so that within a 15-minute walk of every person on the planet, they have access to living witnesses, both in a corporate setting, the body of, of Christ, a simple church, but also individual witnesses, individual believers themselves. But mobilization is different. Mobilization is the means of empowering and equipping the global church to achieve that end goal. And how do we do that in mobilization? Well, we want to see every single local ministry. I don't care if it's a, a little church of 10 people in a rural village somewhere or a church of 1,000. It's every local ministry educating, inspiring, activating every born-again believer in their church in their God-given roles in the Great Commission. And, and we've looked a little bit <clears throat> at those roles in other uh, episodes. So cross-cultural mission, let's look a little bit more at that over here. What is this? Cross-cultural mission, we can say, is what we do on the field among unreached people groups. That's cross-cultural mission here. Whereas mission mobilization is the work of waking the global body of Christ to this primary mandate that Jesus has given her. So cross-cultural mission, what we do on the field among unreached people groups. But when we think on the field, don't only think of going long distances away. That is a traditional idea of mission, and it's needed, absolutely, among all the unreached people groups. But there are many pockets of unreached people groups right around us. Even in our Western countries, with all the migration and people coming and going and students traveling from unreached places now to our cities, it's truly become, the world has, uh, a melting pot so that all we're moving all around. So it's not just physically going long distances to engage in mission. No, mission can be right in our backyard if we're focused, though, on the unreached peoples, the ones who have least access to the gospel, but they might be uh, gathering now right around us. So that's cross-cultural mission. But then mission mobilization over on this side that we're trying to define and understand, it's the work of waking, stirring up, enabling, empowering the global church to understand, to be educated and clarified in this mandate, recognizing that this mandate from Jesus is not just about a few more missionaries. It's about the whole body of Christ understanding her calling and her role and being activated in that together. Then we will move towards the literal uh, fulfillment of the Great Commission. So what we've tended to do is overlook that mission mobilization is actually the fuel for cross-cultural mission. So we've tried to do cross-cultural mission, this idea of uh, going long distances to the unreached, we kind of understand that a little bit, but we've tried to do it apart from grasping this uh, vital understanding of what mission mobilization itself is. Mission mobilization is the fuel. It's the fuel for the mission movement. So we won't effectively accomplish cross-cultural mission over here unless mission mobilization grows into maturity. All right, very important to understand. We will not move forward in mission as a whole until mission mobilization over here is starting to grow into maturity beyond just uh, a few more people into our organizations. And we'll 
We'll look at that in a moment. So mission mobilization, really then, we could say, it's the hinge between the church and the mission movement. It's helping every local ministry in every nation to become educated, inspired, and activated related to Jesus' great commission. So what does this mean? Well, it means uh, grasping theological truths, theoretical uh, and practical aspects of the purpose of God. You remember in Genesis chapter 12, verse 3, God spoke to Abraham and he called him out and he gave him uh, what we know now as the Abrahamic covenant. Great promises to Abraham. You remember? And the final promise was that through Abraham, God would bless all the families of the earth. Well, that in essence is our great commission. Now, Jesus in Matthew 28 and the other great commission passages, he reinterpreted really the Abraham uh, Genesis chapter 12 verse 3 promise of God to bless all the families of the earth. So we can see the great commission passages themselves as a reinterpretation by Jesus of God's original. It didn't change it. It just Jesus reinterpreted it slightly. But that uh, Abraham, that, that covenant, that Genesis chapter 12 verse 3 promise is vital to understand the great commission. And so mission mobilization includes helping our ministries to grasp the theological, theoretical, and practical aspects of this purpose of God that is to bless all the families of the earth. And the most important key there with mission mobilization is to help individual local ministries, everyone. Again, does not matter if you're a church of 10, a church of 50. You can be vitally, and you are called to be vitally involved in carrying out this great commission, in being a part of that Genesis chapter 12, verse 3 promise that you now are a blessing to all the families of the earth. Uh, as a little rural church out in the middle of some country, you're a part of this. And God wants you multiplying. Uh, and that's part of mission mobilization. Now, we've talked a little bit in broader terms about mission mobilization, but we haven't yet given a definition, okay? Now I want to define it, all right? So I'm gonna, I'm gonna read uh, this phrase out because I wanna get each one of the pieces, all right? I want you to really focus in on this. So how are we defining mission mobilization? Now, we're gonna define it in two separate ways. First, at a macro level. So what's mission mobilization in the big picture sense? Okay, and then we're going to bring it down a little bit and make it more grassroots, all right, and look at it from a micro perspective. So we're going to give two definitions. First, a definition of mission mobilization at a macro level, and second, a definition of mission mobilization at a grassroots, or we could say a micro level. So first, the macro level. This is the definition. Mission mobilization is the strategic process through which the global body of Christ is empowered by the Spirit of God to emphasize the message, vision, and strategies of the Great Commission within every local ministry in every nation, activating every member in their assigned roles. Let me say that again because there's so much in there. Let's listen carefully. At a macro level, 
Mission mobilization is the strategic process through which the global body of Christ is empowered by the Spirit of God to emphasize the message, the vision, the strategies of the Great Commission within every local ministry in every nation, activating every member in their assigned roles. So mission mobilization is about what we are doing inside the local ministry or the local church. Cross-cultural mission is what we do when we, as that local ministry, when we go out. But mission mobilization itself is changing some of the mindsets within, okay? So this is the macro level, and we're not just doing it across one church. We're doing it across the whole body of Christ. That's the idea there related to the macro definition of mission mobilization. Now, let's look at the micro or the grassroots this is more to be understood at the level of a local ministry. So at this level, mission mobilization is the strategic process of an individual community of believers moving along the journey of being educated, inspired, and activated in the Great Commission. Every disciple engaged and fulfilling their assigned roles in the Great Commission, growing in the Sermon on the Mount lifestyle, and operating as salt and light, both locally and globally. All right, let me say that again so that we can really start to let it sink in. The micro-level definition of mission mobilization. It's the strategic process of an individual community of believers moving along the journey. So a whole local ministry moving together on this journey along the spectrum of being educated, inspired, and activated in the Great Commission. Not just a few people over here that maybe already have a little interest in mission. No, it's the whole local ministry. It's the 50 people that are in your church. It's the 500 people that are in your church. Together, moving along this journey of being educated, inspired, and activated in the Great Commission. Are they all becoming message bearers? This term, this alternative term for missionary? No, of course not. A large percentage are, but not the whole. What they're doing, though, is every disciple, the next line here, is becoming engaged and fulfilling their assigned roles in the Great Commission. But they're also growing in what I like to call the Sermon on the Mount lifestyle. That is Jesus' kingdom discipleship lifestyle. It's his standards. It's his core teaching on discipleship. If you want to know what his, what the biblical definition of discipleship is, all you got to do is study intently and live out Try and live out by the grace of God and the enabling of the Holy Spirit. These three chapters, Matthew 5, 6, and 7, that we call the Sermon on the Mount. This is the basic lifestyle then that he uses to not only grow us as disciples, but then to use us to influence others to become disciples and to grow as true disciples, operating as salt and light, both locally and globally. So those are the two definitions. Okay, at a macro level, big picture, global body of Christ, this is what mission mobilization is accomplishing and seeking to do. And then over here at the micro level, the grassroots, within every single local ministry, we just defined what mission mobilization uh, is all about. Now, why is this important, especially at the micro level? 
The reason this is important at a micro level is because when believers are exposed to other believers within their own local ministry environment, when others are becoming mobilized, other disciples, other believers, they look at them and they go, wow, yeah, that's pretty cool. That starts to touch them. Uh, we can say it becomes contagious. Okay, So when you're getting on fire for something, whatever it is, Others around will see that, and that becomes contagious. Well, it's the same with mission mobilization vision being transferred from one person uh, to another person. So there is a very important contagious element to grassroots mobilization. We could say it's like a, it's like a chain reaction that can take place from small group to small group. So this small group is studying the Bible from a Great Commission perspective, and then this small group, these guys start to talk to this small group, and they start to get impacted. They start to become uh, understanding what the Word of God says about mission, and it be, can become this chain reaction that eventually will influence the whole of that local ministry. And again, it doesn't matter how large or how small a local ministry is that we're talking about. The size does not matter. We've got to get that out of our minds. The point of mission mobilization is influencing the group that is in our local ministry. Not doing it as a little side item, but making the mission heartbeat of God and the mission purpose of God and the mission agenda of God front and center in the life of our local ministry. So this entire process of mission mobilization then, as I think we're hearing and understanding, it goes well beyond that of individual recruiting of a few professional cross-cultural workers. That is generally how we understand and define mission mobilization. And that is a very important role. The individual recruiting of a few professional cross-cultural workers. The point here is that mission mobilization is much bigger than that. What we've often tended to do is to limit or diminish or reduce our understanding of mission mobilization to that idea of individual recruiting of a few professional workers instead of this idea, this macro vision of helping the entire body of Christ, propelling them towards a right understanding of Jesus's great commission uh, in, inside every local ministry so that every local ministry is becoming mobilized and becoming equipped. So you see that the, the, the definition we're using here of mission mobilization is well beyond kind of the traditional one that we often have. So mobilization then has at its core the idea of partnering with God to help the global church come to maturity related to Jesus' own promise or prophecy, we could say, of the fulfillment of the Great Commission. You remember, we talk about this verse a lot on this podcast. It's a core verse. Matthew 24, 14, where Jesus says, this gospel of the kingdom will be preached among all the nations, or better word there, among all the ethnic people groups, the ethnos. And then Jesus says, the end will come. So mobilization... At its core element is partnering with God to help the global church understand this prophecy, this promise, this vision of Jesus himself that he says with certainty it will happen. To help the global church come in maturity, into maturity related to this goal. 
Now, how do we do this? Well, the global church positions itself in partnership with God to prioritize and emphasize his big picture purposes. Now, mission mobilization does not happen all by itself. I think sometimes we uh, think, okay, if we can talk enough about cross-cultural mission, then the mobilization, the mission mobilization side will just automatically take place. And that's not necessarily how it works. Mobilization doesn't happen in a vacuum. Instead, God actually partners with his church, with his people, and he uses us, mobilizers. But again, mobilizers, we talked about this in the previous few episodes. Mobilizers, we've tended to understand mobilizers as maybe a tiny, 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 maybe 1%, I don't know the number, uh, maybe a tiny, tiny number of leaders in the body of Christ are actually these mission mobilizers. No, that's not the right way to understand it. Instead, the right way to understand it is reverse, that most leaders in the body of Christ, Christian leaders, ought to also be mobilizers. Their role as pastor, their role as small group leader has a portion of it that ought to be dedicated to this role of mission uh, mobilization. And this is how God channels this great commission vision, how he channels this understanding into the central place of every uh, local ministry so that his people can practically grab hold of it. Not just only going to a mission conference uh, once every few years down, you have to go to a different city to go to that. That's good. Those conferences definitely have their role. But it needs to be happening at the grassroots level within the local churches. So I want to trust that defining what we mean by mission mobilization in this episode is helping you maybe to understand your calling. Because maybe many of you, and I believe this, that many uh, are many more are called to this role of mission mobilizer than realize it. Again, not just an individual who belongs to an organization who's recruiting uh, workers for that. No, pastors are mobilizers. Um, uh, elders should be uh, mobilizers as well. So I trust that defining it in this way is helping you to, to grasp the calling, but also to consider uh, how God is enabling you as a mission mobilizer to become activated in the bigger picture of what he's doing in mobilization. It's so big. It's so exciting. We want to grab a hold of the glorious vision without limiting it, without uh, diminishing it and making it less than what it actually is intended by the Holy Spirit uh, to be. Now, we're going to finish this episode with that, but I want to just tease you a little bit uh, that in the next episode, we're going to consider some progressive developments in mission mobilization and how to rightly align with where God is taking the global church in mobilization. There are progressive things. 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago, we were doing certain things in mobilization. Okay. And God, and those are good things. All right. And God now wants to build a little bit and take us to another level. That means progressing us. That's the progressive rev revelation that God is releasing, giving some clarity about, giving some understanding so we can move beyond where we have been in mission mobilization and progress forward into all that God has called us to be about in mission mobilization. Amen. Let me close in prayer. 
Father, we thank you for these definitions of our terms. Lord, it's so important that we define what we mean by cross-cultural mission and by mission mobilization, understanding that these are two very separate entities in your heart. Lord, yes, they both serve the Great Commission, but they come at it in two completely separate ways. They have two completely separate purposes. Lord, and now you've given us a little bit of a framework to define these, specifically defining mission mobilization. Lord, at the macro level and then at the micro level. Lord, I ask that you would empower us to take these definitions, Lord, and to chew on them a little bit, to gain more of our own understanding with the Holy Spirit's help to grasp this calling that you have set before your church of mission mobilization. Lord, we thank you for it. We are excited about partnering with you in this great, great, great calling of mobilizing your churches, our individual local ministries, but then also beyond those individual local ministries. Lord, we love you and bless you. And we say, Holy Spirit, anoint the work of our hands in mission mobilization, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The Lord bless you this week. To listen to more Mission Mobilization Chats, subscribe on YouTube or go to globalmmi.net.